Hey, what's going on, guys? Back on the podcast. Uh, it's Eli. Wanted to get back to you guys. Um, I know the last podcast that I did was back in January, but some things had happened in our lives where where um, things did turn, you know, take a different turn, and you know, we barely getting back on the groove. And and um, I know that I did a podcast on like an update and goals for 2022. Some of those goals have been accomplished. Some of them have not, and we're still working on that, guys. But I kind of wanted to go over what you know our focus, you know, um, did turn and, and other things came first before anything else. And that's, you know, my, my kids. And so I kind of wanted to go over what, you know, has, ha has been happening in our lives for the past couple of months and why I've been absent from the podcast. So, uh, you know, uh, up until, you know, March of this year, everything's been going, you know, so, you know, things have been going good. Things have been going, you know, uh, the way that we, uh, wanted him to go and then um you know my you know I've noticed that my son you know he's been having some struggles and so um I, I've been trying to get to the bottom of it at that time and so um you know his you know one of his youth pastors had moved away to a different uh to a different um state and so ever since then kind of things have been going a little bit downhill for him but he you know he's he honestly right right now he's doing good but I kind of wanted to go over what had happened um, these past couple of months and and why I've been focused on other things besides, you know, um, talking on this podcast or or um, or anything else. Um, so, you know, so in March, you know, Julian's youth pastor had left to a different state. Um, and unfortunately, not that long after one of his youth leaders had, you know, had passed away um, from suicide. And so ever since then, my son has been struggling with depression. I'm just going to tell it how it is. And so, um, and I think he's been battling some insecurities as well, but we've been working on that slowly, but surely. But ever since that, ever since his, uh, one of his, you know, his youth leaders, pa um, passing, you know, my son has been really struggling with, uh, with the, with the depression of that happening, you know, that's his first, uh, passing that he's, you know, ever, um, had besides his great grandma, but that's of natural causes. Um, and this was just at out of nowhere so it kind of just shocked him you know my son's only 13 years old so to him it was just like what you know what happened you know this doesn't happen in church and so we kind of like have been working with him slowly and and kind of getting to understand that you know some people just have you know um, battles that you know other people don't know about like they're good you know they're good at hiding their their emotions you know they put on a smile for you know for other people and and um you know unfortunately sometimes people aren't open about their about the struggles and everything, you know, that's going on in their lives. So, um, you know, after join, you have to join, um, youth, one of his youth leaders passing, you know, um, you know, there's, there's been times when my son wouldn't even want to start a conversation with us, you know, me and his mom. And we were kind of just, you know, we kind of knew why, but he wasn't too open about his emotions. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of just, got to the bottom of it and you know there's been times when he was honest about his emotions and you know sometimes you know um memories pop up on his phone about like uh last year at camp hume or or even a picture of of uh the passing of his, of his uh, youth leader and so he um you know he gets he gets sad when he sees his pictures or he gets sad when he when he comes across like certain memories that that remind him of of that person specifically and so like even shortly after that you know, you know, he's going through all these emotions and, you know, there was one night where, where he was, you know, getting into an argument with the sisters 
And so uh, his sisters, you know, just out of anger, you know, kids being kids, you know, um, had blurred out to him, like, you know, I hope you kill yourself or I hope you like, you know, I don't want you as a brother, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anything, you know, anything that any kid would say to their sibling, you know, sister and brother fighting, blah, blah, blah. We didn't think much of it. Anyways, that same night, you know, we were just in our room and we had uh, gone down for a nap, you know. And so because um, we were tired from that day, but we got up and we had noticed that he was gone. And so um, it's that's the first time this has ever happened to us. So we get up and we're panicking. My wife and I are panicking and we're looking for him everywhere and, and we can't find our son. So, you know, we asked the girls, like, where's Julian? You know, where's where's Julian? Uh, what happened? And they didn't even know what was going on. Like they, they hadn't even noticed that he was gone. And so that like made things worse for us. Cause we were on a mission looking for him everywhere. And so now that he knows that, well, at this point, now that he had known what, and you know, what, you know, either suicide is or, uh, of the depression that he was going through, he hasn't gotten help at this point yet. And so like, we were scared out of our minds. Like we were scared to open up our closets. We were scared to open up the bathrooms. Like I was out in the backyard in the shed looking for him everywhere. We couldn't find him. We couldn't find him in the bathroom. So we had come to the assumption that he had ran away. And so immediately, um, you know, we call our friends and ask for help to like look for him because we don't know where he's at. We don't know if he's gone to his friend's house, to his grandma's house. You know, we were just completely lost. We didn't even know where to start. So we had called them, you know, they, our friends are great. Um, and, and they had tried, you know, they calmed us down and they, you know, they said, make the first, you know, first things first is, you know, you call the police and make sure you file a missing persons report. And that like made my heart drop. Cause I didn't like, that's the first time I've ever gone through something like that. And so, I, you know, I, I, I did that. I tried to keep myself composed and, and I made the call to the police and, you know, I reported that my son was missing. And so, um, you know, long story short, you know, I, I came back to the house cause I was out in the middle of the street looking for him. And I couldn't find him. And I, I came back to the house. I made the call to the police. And then shortly after, you know, my, my wife calls me on the phone because she's out in the car. She's in the truck looking for him everywhere in the whole neighborhood, screaming out his name. We couldn't find him. And so, um, you know, I'm outside of the house. And, you know, I have this conversation with God. And I tell him, like, you know, God, I've been doubting you for these past couple of weeks. Like, And every time I tell this story to my buddies or, or to, to our friends from church, like, I get, like, super emotional. But right now that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just by myself and just kind of just going back and, you know, in this, you know, period of time where everything was just so crazy. Like I'm able to tell the story without getting emotional. But what happened is, you know, I'm pacing up and down uh, the house and, and I, like I'm having this conversation with God and telling him like, you know, I've been doubting you because I've had my doubts. And so, I, I you know, I, I tell him straight up like, I you know, I've been doubting you for these past couple of weeks. You know, and right now is the time for you to show me that you are here, that you're alive, that you are watching after my son, that you love us the way you say you do in, in, in you know, in the Bible. And and so right now it's your time to show me that you're alive and that you're here and that you that you're real, you know, flat out. I, you know, I said it out loud. I've you know, I, I gave us, you know, a little prayer and I was just praying for my son. And, you know, I just, you know, I wanted him home. So I told him, you know, bring me my son home. You know, right now is the time for you to show me. And, and, and I know this is wrong, but this is just that that conversation because I was so upset. It's that conversation that I had with God at the moment. And so I get back in the house and I'm looking for more time. And I don't know where one of my daughters comes up to me and says, hey, dad, you know, Julian's right outside. And so, like, it was like an instant relief 
But at the same time, I was still afraid because I, I still hadn't seen him with my own eyes. So I like storm outside of the house and I see him standing there with just like a blank face. And so like I'm looking at him and I'm shocked. Like what had happened? Like, where were you? Like we've been everywhere looking for you. Like what's been going on? And so, um, and so we were completely like, I was still shocked. Right. So I come up to him and I, and I, and, you know, and, and I go out to give him a hug, but he gives like, he gives me like a big flinch. Like, like he knows he's in trouble. Like he thought to himself, you know, I'm in trouble. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get disciplined or whatever. So, but that wasn't my intention. You know, my intention was to just show him as much love as I possibly could at the moment. So I get, I, you know, I, I get my, ha- my arms around him and I give him a big hug. And like, literally like maybe like 10 seconds later, our friends who live on the opposite side of town pulled up on us and, and, you know, um, you know, my buddy's wife comes out and she like gives me a hug and starts praying like right then and there and telling me how good God is and, and so on and so forth. And so like I was so I felt so blessed that my son had come that he had came home. And so like right away I called my wife and I was like, come home, you know, he's home. And, you know, there was just like an instant relief that my son was still alive, that my son came had came home. And so, um, you know, shortly after that, you know, I, I started making moves. So like uh, so I didn't know how I was going to do it. Because we we're like, you know, we're kind of living tight with our finances and stuff. But I, I was willing to do whatever it took to help my son out because he came before anything. So, um, you know, we started praying for him a lot. We started we started finding some some uh, some counseling for him. And I'm so thankful that we had found um, that we were referred to the 118 center here in Lodi. And his counselor is great. Like, you know, she she's working with him at least once a week. Um and so, you know, ever since then, my son, he's been, he's been showing improvement here and there. He'll, he, you know, he'll act like a 13 year old kid, you know, he'll get upset over something and then he'll have his tantrum or whatever. He'll throw his fit. But, you know, shortly after he knows how to bounce back from that anger, you know, he, he, and, and ever since then, like I've showed him way more love because I've been that dad. I kind of, I kind of, I've always told myself I was going to be the complete opposite of my dad, but. I've been kind of like showing those traits that I've learned from him, like as, as far as like being strict, you know, I've always been strict on my kid, you know, since he was seven years old, he, you know, I've had him training, you know, ever since, and he's still training now, but like, you know, with his Muay Thai and now he's even wrestling. And so I, you know, I'm like super disciplined with him, you know, I make sure he, you know, he, he does things the way that, you know, things should be done. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, resp- I feel like I'm responsible for the way that he's been behaving. But at the same time, like I'm being that parent that I want what's best for my son you know, I'm, I'm giving them more opportunity than I ever had. Cause I didn't have a dad to give me attention. And I'm going to go ahead and talk about that in this next episode. But, you know, I, I never had my dad to lead me towards that right path. And so like, I didn't want to be like my dad. So I've, I've always told myself, I'm going to be a better dad. I'm going to be there for my son's every match. I'm going to be there for everything, you know, every, everything that he's going through, like I'm going to go through it with him. So, so he's been disciplined. Like, you know, we've been on that, um, you know, with his Muay Thai training and everything, like I've been hard on him and I've been make sure he, you know, he, he stays healthy, he eats right, he trains. And so like, I kind of felt responsible, but, um, you know, anyways, long story short, like he's, you know, he's been doing a lot better. Um, even though I had felt responsible for a lot of the ways he's been acting, but now like lately I've been showing him way more love. I've been telling him that I love you every time I go to work right now I'm on vacation. Cause I work for the school district. And so I, I've, I feel blessed to have that job because I'm able to take some time off with my kids. I'm able to take the weekends off with my kids, the holidays, everything. And so, like, I'm, I feel blessed to have this job. And so, 
right now, um, you know, they're, they're at Camp Hume, which I'm, you know, so happy for them about, you know. Uh, last year, that's where my son had accepted God into his life and uh, Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And so, like, to me, it, it was it's all worth it. And so now um, they're out there right now. But um, anyways, going back, so that had happened, you know, with uh, with my son. And so uh, he's been getting help. You know, everything's been going better. You know, um, his grades towards the end of the quarter or the end of the semester, or the end of the year, the school year, we're getting, um, you know, he, he had horrible grades. And it, and it was, you know, all because of the way he was feeling, the depression he's going through um, with his um, one of his youth leaders passings. And, and so ever since then, his grades had gone downhill. But we'd worked hard like towards the end of the year to get those up because I want him to get I want I, and I told him this. I want you to get into that routine to where like don't just don't depend on your natural ability to, you know, to get you to college. Like if you're going to go to college and get a scholarship, like not only do you have to have the ability to get there as far as your athletic, like your athletics go, athletics go, but, um, you also have to have the grade. So like, I've always, um, drilled that on him, you know, have good grades, have good grades, good grades come before your training sessions. And so like, I've been hard on that, hard on him about that too, but we, I've been a little more lenient cause I've been there to actually help him. You know, I, I put my phone down and I make sure that he's, that he's my number one priority. And so like, uh, he's been doing better in that area as well with his grades. And so he, he started his counseling sessions at the end of towards like the, the end of May, the beginning of June, like I said, once a week. And so ever since then, he's been, he's been doing a lot better. You know, we've had to make sacrifices to get him there, but it, like I said, he came before anything. Like I don't, I really didn't care about anything else. And so we've kind of just let that in God's hands and, and made sure that, you know, he was well taken care of. And, and he is like the 118 center. I can't give him enough credit for everything that they've done. Like they make you feel like you're at home. And so like as, as soon as um, as soon as we got there, you know, everything's just like they're so polite. Um, they work with you. Um, and so like I can't feel I can't. I'm, we're blessed. We're blessed to have this place uh, for my son. And so that's kind of what it's, what's been going on. It's it's way more than that. Like I can go on and on about, you know, the whole situation. But, um, you know, I it's that's what's been happening these past couple of months. And that's what I've been focusing on. But now I kind of want to get back onto the routine of just having a conversation. You know, um, it's, it's been a little tougher to get uh, people on the podcast, but I'm working towards that. And hopefully, you know, someone can come up to me and just tell me that they want to share their testimony or just um, share their struggles and kind of just have a conversation. Um, but, yeah, and so, um, you know, now it's June and things have been turned around completely, completely not so much completely because we're still, you know, we have our ups and downs, you know, like every other family does, you know, so people think, Oh, you know, I, you know, you've gave me your life. You, you know, I gave my life to God. Now my life's going to be perfect. That's not how it works. Like you still have your struggles. You're still going to be going through your ups and downs. You're still going to have those human, that flesh like that, those, you know, that's those struggles that everyone else goes through. You know, life's not going to be easy just because you accepted God into your life. No, like now you have that hope and now you have, now you're serving, serving a God that's, the, you know, that's more powerful than anything in this world. And, but that doesn't mean you won't go through your struggles. You know, the, the answer is for God, you know, when you pray about something, you know, the answer is no, not yet. Or just, you know, just, or no, yes, or just wait, you know? So a lot of people had struggle, you know, like me, I have struggled being patient and that's what I've been working on. You know, I want this 
you know, I asked for, I asked God for something right then and, and I want it right then and they're like, no, that's not how it works. And, but you have to work towards that goal. And so like, we've been kind of, uh, you know, making some different movements and, and just kind of like looking forward to like purchasing our new home. And we're kind of working towards that. We have a, we have a meeting with the real estate agent on Friday. And so like, we're, we're working towards those, those goals. Things have happened, um, that had stopped us from moving forward with that home buying process. But like, we're working back to it and we're getting back on the grind and back on the groove. Like I said, with my son, you know, that stopped us from doing a, a few things, but it's no excuse, but you know, that's, like I said, I, my, all my focus, a hundred percent of my focus went on to my son and, and, uh, you know, my faith and my marriage, but, uh, moving forward, you know, I kind of want to be, um, I know on the last podcast I'd said that I wanted to be more consistent and so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards that, guys. And so, um, you know, reach out if you know you want to give your testimony or, or, or share, or even share your struggles on here. Um, you know, this is it's open. You know, like, it's if you want to get your story out there, you know, this is a way to do it. And so, I'm just here, um, kind of just giving you guys an update on what's been happening. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what, um, what life brings for the rest of the year. You know, we're hoping for the best. I know there's going to be struggles, but it's about getting through those struggles. There's, you know, there's always, you know, that hope um, that God's going to pull through and, and that things are going to be better than what you are right now. If you are going through something right now, stay strong, stay, stay, um, stay driven, you know, do something, get up, do something, you know, have a conversation, be open about the struggles that you're going through. Don't hide anything. Uh, Don't hold, don't hold on to those struggles. You know, there's, there's some, if you have that right person to talk to, make sure you talk to that person. Um, especially I, you know, learning about this stuff, I, I, cause I've gone through depression myself, but learning more and more, you know, digging deep and deeper into it with, especially with the struggles that my son's been going through. Like you guys, if you guys are struggling with something it's like depression or suicidal thoughts, like just have that conversation with God first, you know, talk to him, you know, um, you know, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, you know, go, you know, do that. Give your life to Jesus. Talk, have a conversation with God. He'll help you. He'll get you through your struggles and then find someone to talk to, you know, don't hold those emotions back, holding that back. You're, you're holding onto this weight. That's not, that shouldn't be held onto. You got, you need to let go, have that conversation with someone that can maybe help you or something that's been through the same struggle that you're going through right now. And things are going to get better. Like you just have to just keep moving forward and, and, and look forward. Stay, don't look in that rearview mirror. Because if you keep doing that, you're going to stay stuck in that past. And that's what causes depression, you know, focusing on the past. And so, you know, do something, get active, you know, go work out, dig in your Bible, pray more, have a conversation with friends, like be open, don't hold anything back. And so just, I just want to kind of wanted to share that with you guys. And, and on this next one, I kind of wanted to have a conversation about, you know, the struggle that I've been uh, facing lately and it's forgiving my dad for everything that you know that he's put me through that he's put my mom through my brother and so just kind of uh, I kind of wanted to you know just have a conversation about that because even me now that I'm two or three years into my faith like I've, I've been having struggles with forgiving my dad and I know that's like the foundation surrender and forgiving is the foundation of our faith and I know like I, I've been struggling with that guys and so I kind of wanted to have uh wanted to be open about that because I know that there's people out there that go through the same thing. And so, um, yeah, my dad left us when we were, when I was super young, 
when my wife was pregnant with Julian. Julian's now 13 years old. I was 16 when he was born, or 17 when he was born. She was pregnant when I was 16. My dad left us at that time for another family, but that's for the second, or that's for the next episode, guys. So um, make sure you guys stay tuned, and thank you guys for tuning in, and thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it, and um, I love you guys.